1: podcast. Welcome back to Unwinding. It's just us today. Okay, we're having a solo moment and before I set the mood, actually let's just set the mood now. It's Wednesday, March 22nd, 1 p.m. Listen, I never record. I always say this to you. I'm going to record this right now and I'm going to edit this tonight. And this is going to be published by midnight tonight. Okay. Because I want you to have your episode every Thursday when you wake up, you know, I mean, I don't know when you like to listen. Actually, let me know when do you guys listen to, to new episodes. I would love to know. So, uh, yeah i was supposed to record this yesterday but let's i'm gonna be honest with you because i feel like that's just what we do here right and we're honest with each other listen a bitch is not having a good week okay i got a phone call on monday today's wednesday like i said i got a phone call from my mom on monday that things back home are not doing well i don't want to get into it because it's a downer i just want to be honest i don't want to be negative but you know it's not really being negative, it's just real life, unfortunately sometimes. But if you listen to the podcast and you've been listening for a while, you know I've mentioned the unfortunate problem that exists in my family with my sister, and it's truly the most debilitating, oh my god, my like throat is like I'm not I'm not going to cry because I just did my makeup and it looks so fucking good today, okay? It's the most debilitating, frustrating, heartbreaking situation in my life and what sucks is that it's a constant right but there are moments of peace there are calmer moments which i am so grateful for but then there are really bad moments and we're in a bad moment right now and if you have no idea what i'm talking about and you're like what the fuck um let's just say it's 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 a mental illness and um Yeah, it's really complicated. So, if my mood is a little bit off, I'm trying not to do that because I want you to leave here feeling happy and good, right? But I also feel safe enough to where I can be honest. And like I said, it wouldn't be real life if I was always in a great fucking mood, right? So, I will be going home tomorrow. I literally bought a ticket on Monday. Um, I'm just gonna go spend the weekend with my mom. I have a lot of podcasts and work next week here, so I'll be right back to Miami on Monday. But, you know, it's just my mom and I, and um, she is my everything, and so I'm just gonna go spend the weekend with her. So I wanted to be honest. I wanted to remind you that there's always more that we don't see, and not even just with me, right? Just with anybody, anybody in your life. There's so much we don't see, and we never really know what goes on behind a screen. And that's why I really hope you never, or maybe I shouldn't say never, that's an aggressive, absolute word. I hope you catch yourself from engaging in comparison as much as you can, because honestly, what you are probably comparing yourself to is not even real, right? And like what we see of people's lives online is probably not even half of what is actually going on. And this is not a hot take, we know this, but just a reminder to always be kind, to lead with kindness. And to enjoy the good moments, you know, I I was hanging out with um, Mr. Atlanta last night. <laughs> if you heard the last solo, the "Why I Love Being Single" episode, you know what I'm talking about. But he is in, he was in Miami for a little bit, so we hung out last night, and we were talking about just like hardships, right? And I told him like, listen, are there a lot of things I wish I hadn't experienced? Yes. Are there a lot of situations in my life that are so hard that I never thought I would see? Also, yes. But have these situations given me so much perspective? A thousand percent, you know? And when you're navigating a tumultuous situation, a situation that has highs and lows all the fucking time, you really learn to enjoy the moments that are high, right? Or that are peaceful, and not question when something bad is going to happen because you learn there's only so much within your control. There's so much that we cannot predict. So you worrying about when the next time something bad is going to happen or when the shoe is going to drop, it's just so unproductive. Side note, I don't understand that fucking saying, when the shoe is going to drop. Can someone explain it to me? Like, what do you mean? I understand what it means, right? But like, where did this come from? Like, what shoe is going to drop and where is it dropping from? and is it just one anyway so I just have learned to enjoy the moments of calmness and peace and bliss and I enjoy them so much and I appreciate them so much and I only know how precious they are because I've had the lowest lows right so just like another reminder for you and just to myself like sometimes in these shitty moments I just I fucking have to be like okay you know what like I know there's going to be a moment of peace again soon and I can't wait for that and I'm excited for that and until that happens, I got to just like get through this, you know? So it just brings me back to that quote that I keep telling you the the trick is to be grateful when your mood is high and graceful when it is low. I know that's talking more about mood and less about external things that might be happening. But anyway, it applies, right? So it's just like if things are good, if there's peace in your life, like fucking enjoy it. Like just enjoy it. And I feel like that goes along with being present, right? Because being present is our fucking superpower. When we're present, we are, I feel like the most, I don't know, I feel the happiest when I'm present. I mean, assuming things are going well, because like I could be present right now and things are not that well. So it's like not that happy. But in general, anyway, I'm just word vomiting now. Okay. So, I mean, I'm going to word vomit this whole thing, but like, let's see where we go. So I was like, okay, what's on my mind right now? And... I've been wanting to expand on the conversation that I started in that last solo episode, which has to do with Steph, my therapist. She gave me a pep talk a few weeks ago that really flipped a switch in my brain. And she didn't necessarily say new words to me. She didn't tell me anything I didn't already know. But for some reason, in that moment, I actually heard what she was saying. I actually like internalized what she was telling me. I don't know. It's almost like before when she would say these things to me, I just wasn't ready to process them. I'm really not sure, but I wanna share a bit about our conversation in the hopes that maybe there's something in her wisdom that you might need as well, okay? So we were talking about dating, but the conversations we have about dating and relationships and the men in my life, et cetera, they always just go back to me. We always bring them back to me. She always brings them back to me. So what I mean by this is, we've been working on my ability to be vulnerable And my ability to be authentic my ability to have openness with new people in my life right A.K. men and so this day i was telling her that sometimes sometimes my fear of perception my fear of being vulnerable is bigger than my desire to be in a relationship and that's tricky for me to admit because i do want to be in a relationship so we're working on this right now and i'm working on this right now and we have come a long way i will say i'm going to give myself a little credit right give credit where credit is due. I'm dating with more intention right now and I'm definitely more open and and whatever and I'm slowly working on just really letting somebody in and opening up and being vulnerable and leaning into my authenticity. So, I'm just going to share a few reminders that she gave me because I do want this episode to be shorter just because you know, we're not in the be- we're not in the greatest headspace, but I again was not going to not talk to you this week. Um, Because like I always say, this is just, this is one of the most special areas of my life, this podcast. So anyway, I told Steph sometimes I feel like I'm not being fully authentic because I'm scared, right? And she was like, listen, she always brings it back to the arena concept. And I don't know if we've talked about this before. I'm sure I have because I love Brene Brown. If you guys haven't read her books or at least listened to her TED Talks. They're so good. She's so good. And she was the first person to introduce to me the concept of the arena, okay? And this stems from a quote by Theodore Theodore Roosevelt. I'm gonna read it to you. It's a little bit long, but just bear with me. Let me open it up. Okay, it's not that long. You'll be fine. If you're listening to me, there's not that long. Okay, so my man's said, it is not the critic who counts, not the man who points out how the strong man stumbles or where the doer of deeds could have done them better. The credit belongs to the man who is actually in the arena, whose face is, I don't know how to say this word, whose face is marred, I think, whose face is marred by dust and sweat and blood, who strives? I can't say this word either, guys. English is my second language. Va- valiantly, I know what I know what that means. It means brave. Can I just say brave? I'm sorry, Theo. Um, who strives bravely? Who errs? Who comes short again and again? Because there is no effort without error and shortcoming, but who does actually strive to do the deeds? Who knows great enthusiasms, the great devotions? Who spends himself in a worthy cause? who at the best knows in the end the triumph of high achievement and who at the worst if he fails at least fails while daring greatly oh whoops there's another sentence so that his place shall never be with those cold and timid souls who neither know victory nor defeat so if you're like what the fuck was that because like if somebody just read that to me and didn't know how to pronounce half the words i wouldn't understand either so what this means is entering the arena which is obviously a metaphor for anything in your life that you want to do that scares you or that can potentially you know make you vulnerable entering this arena is is allowing yourself the space to do something that you want to do right and entering this arena you can feel fear self-doubt comparison uncertainty vulnerability whatever and Entering this arena, right, the arena can be something as simple as going to a new workout class. Because, like, that shit is intimidating. I don't want any, like, I'm sorry, it's intimidating, right? Or, like, going to a cooking class by yourself, putting yourself on a dating app, letting yourself fall in love, quitting your job, moving to a new city, asking for a promotion, trying to make a new friend, starting a podcast, wearing shorts. Like, it doesn't matter what it is. It doesn't matter how big or small. Okay. So what he's saying is somebody who is not in the arena, somebody who is not putting themselves in a position, in a vulnerable position, they have no fucking opinion or maybe they do have an opinion because everybody has an opinion, but their opinion should hold no validity to you because unless you're in the arena with me, you don't get to fucking talk. You know what I mean? And like being in the arena can, can bring with it mistakes right? And that's such a beautiful thing. I think what's more important than that is just how somebody picks themselves back up after, after rejection, after humiliation, after whatever it is. By the way, it's only embarrassing if you're embarrassed. So choose not to be embarrassed and then you're fine. Heartbreak, neglect, like the list goes on, right? So it's not exactly what happens to you while you're in the the arena, but it's like how you pick yourself up. It's, It's what you do next. And it's the fact that you are putting yourself out there and you're putting yourself in a vulnerable situation. And that is like such a beautiful thing. Steph and I have talked about this ever since we started um, seeing each other. She was the one actually who told me, I want you to watch Brené Brown's um, special on Netflix. And that's where Brené Brown talks about this arena concept. So Steph was like, listen, stop taking yourself out of the arena. You wanna be in there. You want a relationship, right? And I was like, I guess, yeah, and she was like, okay, well then, stop taking yourself out of the arena and understand that being in the arena, like, there's a chance you're gonna get hurt, there is a chance, but guess what, you've been hurt before and you'll be okay, and this is where she literally said to me, like, you're a tough bitch, like, verbatim, okay, because she's the best, she's like, you've been through worse, like, you've been through hell, you got this, it's okay, like, don't let the fear of, of being vulnerable, of, of getting hurt, like, don't let that fucking stop you, like, you are a tough bitch, and I was like, I heard that, anyway, it's like, sometimes we forget that we are resilient, right, and that if we want certain things in life, it doesn't have to be a relationship, it can be anything, there's a chance it might not happen right away, that it might not happen the way we want it to, that it might not happen at all, and that's okay. The thing is like you wouldn't going along with the relationship example, right? If 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 you want to experience a beautiful relationship, like you might have to experience heartbreak at some point or in some moment, right? But it's like you don't get the you don't get the falling in love without that. You know what I'm trying to say? It's like sometimes if you want the good, you also have to understand that there're going to be tough moments, and this applies to anything. So, anyway, I wanted to share the arena concept because I always think about it. And a few years ago, I would think about it, And it wasn't about dating. It was about what I wanted to do, which was start a podcast. And I was petrified, honestly. I was so scared of being seen online. I've told you about this before. And that's still a work in progress. There's still so much I don't do or share or film or post because I feel the fear of it not being worthy yet, right? It's a work in progress. But I'm trying to keep myself in the arena in so many different ways and i'm trying to lean into my authenticity and i don't know if there's something in your life i want you to like just stop for a second right now and think is there something you're not doing because you're scared you're gonna get hurt because you're scared of being vulnerable because you're scared of the outcome because you're scared of how you're going to be perceived because you're scared you might not be great at it is there something on your mind that you are not Allowing yourself to do? Is there something in your life that you're not even giving yourself the chance to do? I don't care how fucking simple it is. If the answer to that is yes, like I beg you, give yourself the fucking shot. Do we forget that life is so, so, so fragile? I just want you to, I just want you to internalize that like you deserve to do the things that you want to do and that you feeling called to do something, you feel that for a reason and you not listening to that is doing a disservice to yourself. And who loses in that situation? Literally only you. Because you might be scared of what other people might think, but at the end of the day, you not doing something you want to do because you might be scared of what other people might think, the only person who loses in that entirely is you. And that's not, that's not, doesn't, it does not make sense to me, right? And listen, I'm saying this to you as somebody who is in there with you, okay? I get it. So I'm telling you to get in the fucking arena with me and like do the shit that scares you because we only get one of these we're not cats okay we don't get nine of these you know how they say cats have nine lives I'm not a cat person and if you have a cat I do judge you a little bit like I not in a bad way but I'm just like oh, okay you're a cat person you know what I'm saying anyway and Steph was saying to me you know I was telling her about this one dude, and she said to me, listen, I like I don't really care about this guy, this is not about this guy, this is about you, and this is about you making decisions that are coming from an authentic place, rather than you making a decision out of fear, because I was telling her a decision that I had made, <laughs> an executive decision I had made about a man, and I was like, I'm just, whatever, I'm not going to get into it, and she was like, um, yeah, no, You're you made that decision because you're fucking scared. Not because that's what you want. And I was like, correct. (laughs) And she was like, how the fuck is that you being authentic? Like, how is that you doing what you want to do? I was like, well, it's not. That's why we're here, queen. Um, No, I was like, I know, I know you're right. I know. So she was like, listen, I want you to ask yourself this question, okay? In any situation. She said, I want you to ask yourself, if I felt like my most authentic self right now how would I respond to this situation? If I felt safe, if I was not scared of how I was gonna be perceived, what would I really say? What would I actually respond to this? How would I act if I was truly leaning into my authenticity and the way that I wanna show up? What would I be doing? What would I be saying and how would I be reacting? And you know what I will say? Usually, it's like, it's your first instinct, right? Like like the first thing that comes to mind that you're like I want to say this but then you're like no 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 I could never say that or like no let me like say this instead or whatever then we start to get mind fucked right and this really hit me this simple question that she gave me because often we might we might be acting out of fear and we don't even realize it if we don't sometimes question our thoughts our own thoughts how do we know if they're true how do we know where they're coming from you know what i mean so the next time you're in a situation if you feel like you haven't been as as authentic with yourself as you want to and this is where i need you to be honest with yourself right if you feel like you haven't been your full fucking self because you're again scared of perception scared of vulnerability you're nervous you don't want them to think x y and z whatever it is you don't feel worthy whatever it is okay ask yourself what would the most authentic version of myself be do or say in this moment. And I'm not saying you have to do that immediately, but I think we can get in the habit of asking ourselves this question and slowly leaning into our authenticity. Because you know what? You deserve that, you know? And I do too. We deserve we deserve that. We deserve to be our truest fucking selves like again life is so fucking fragile it's so precious we're so lucky to be here to be healthy to have a new day you deserve to be your most authentic fucking self and say what you want to say anyway i loved these little reminders steph gave me and she always reminds me that no matter how someone responds it's not a reflection of my worth because my worth just like yours stands on its own Okay, your worth is not dependent on someone else liking you on someone else wanting to date you on someone else wanting to marry you Whatever the fuck it is Your worth is there and always will be and that's why placing your worth on an external source Someone liking you someone someone wanting to get into a relationship with you Whatever it is. That's the most dangerous game You can play with yourself because you're literally putting your worth in the hands of someone else who does not deserve to be the one to dictate whether or not you're worthy. Like, it's just, it's not fair, it's not right. And again, this is one of the things I'm working on the most, knowing and fully, fully, fully accepting and believing that I am so fucking worthy no matter what. And so are you, okay? And I don't want you to let anyone, especially not somebody's dusty ass son to ever make you question that, okay? I say that as a joke. I'm not a man hater, okay? I said that on TikTok as well. I love men. You guys know that. I'm just kidding, okay? Some of you be dusty though, I will say. Anyway, I think that's it for today. I know it's a shorter episode. My emotional bandwidth is very low this week and I know I'm gonna have a really hard weekend, but I told you I would see you every Thursday and I don't wanna let you down. And I didn't wanna post the guest episode that I have ready for next week this week because I wanna split split them up and... Have more solos in there you know so i'm trying to i'm trying to stick to the plan even when life is throwing shit at me okay so like i said we have a beautiful guest episode next week you're gonna love it that is all for today i hope you enjoyed i hope you needed something in here i feel better now honestly i feel like i don't know i'm so happy i did this today and i hope you needed something in here and please know my dms are always 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 there they're always open if you ever need anything i hope you guys i hope you know you can count on me a bitch might take a second to respond but she will respond and if she doesn't you are allowed to be like ping ping bitch i need you okay i love to be needed so hit me up but that is all for today i love you guys and i will see you next week